Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, guys and girls. The program you are about to hear will be both fun and educational, but it is not a substitute for medical advice. Although we are doctors, we are not your doctors. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood internal medicine doc, Dr. J. Hey guys, this is Santos, your pediatric infectious disease doc and researcher currently doing research. As in right now, while he's recording, he's in the lab. (laughs) Coming to you live from the labs. Wouldn't that be wonderful, like TV and entertainment, right? Instead of, you know, live from the studios and whatever kind of thing. It would actually be... You know, live from the laboratories. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> live from the laboratory, we bring you running a DNA gel. <laughs> you need a there lot of dramatic. There it goes. You need a lot of dramatic music. Oh, so much, and and cuts and camera pans and zooms. And <laughs> zooms <laughs> and lots of zooms. So many zooms. <laughs> So, guys, we're bringing you a special this week. Originally, this was slated to be a journal club, but due to some minor technical difficulties, instead, we have decided to bring you an example of our bonus Patreon content. For those of you who do choose to support us financially on Patreon, we thank you, and about once a month, sometimes a little more often, we're going to bring you these bonus episodes that, for one reason or another, just couldn't quite fit into our regular seasons. They could be anything from improv skits to in-depth review of journal articles, or today we're going to learn a little bit about why laughter may not be the best medicine. So, Aww, so sad. So before we jump into that, 
please, please, please support us on our Patreon for only a dollar a month. That's 12 bucks a year. We will thank you at the end of every episode by name. You also get dibs on sending any questions to our Google voicemail or Facebook comments. For $5 a month, you get this bonus content, and all that money goes to pay for better sound equipment and recording equipment so we do not have future technical difficulties. It'll be so awesome, you guys. So awesome. That said, Santosh... We yeah. have all heard to death, laughter is the best medicine. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. But what exactly is laughter treating? You know, when, when people say, you know, <laughs> laughter is the best medicine, it's not like, oh, man, I got tuberculosis and my doc threw a bag of laughter at me. <laughs> that would really, yes, exactly. That would be an awful, awful treatment for tuberculosis. Physicians listening, please don't treat tuberculosis that way. So what if... Instead of laughter being the best medicine, we flipped it around on its head, and what if laughter was a disease? Sounds a bit like a horror movie, doesn't it? Right, yeah, that is that is the polar opposite of what you would expect from laughter. After all of the sayings and everything that we've been exposed to over time. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, laughter as a disease, well, that just sounds preposterous. And you may even chuckle at the thought, well, be careful. Because in January of 1962, as I set the scene, in January of 1962, in Africa, laughter was exactly the problem. Gasp! So, Santosh, do you... Are you familiar at all with the Tanganyika laughter epidemic? I had not heard of this before you uh, brought it to my attention, no. I'm glad to know that my historical diggings still provide amusement to all of you. So so let's see what's on earth. And as I said, I'm trying to be much more responsible to our researcher and including sources. So this actually comes from multiple sources, but was first published in 1963 in the Central African Journal of Medicine titled An Epidemic of Laughing in the Bukoba District of Tanganyika. For those of you who do not keep up to date with, you know, expired country names, (laughs) Tanganyika was the name given to Tanzania when it was under British rule. It was known as the Tanganyika District. So... The same year that Tanzania gained independence from Britain was in 1962, and in the, you can imagine that was a very stressful time. The country sure. had to come up with a new government, the colonial imperialists who were in the country were pulling out, but they were taking all their supporting with them. Roads, work, running water, medicine, all the things that actually were beneficial to having somebody come in and administrate your country for you, in addition <laughs> to all the, all the terrible ones. So... On January 30th, right in the beginning of the new year, at a mission-run girls' boarding school in the Kashasha village, not far from Lake Victoria, three schoolgirls commenced to act in an abnormal manner. That's how it's described in the in the article. And, uh, well... Okay. What do you suppose three schoolgirls acting in an abnormal manner would be? <laughs> that's a very well, subjective... Yeah, that's that's extremely subjective. I don't think that's very, you know, fair. I wouldn't be able to because girls acting abnormally, like I'm I'm almost used to that. 
normal is abnormal in that in that school age. But since we're talking about laughter, <laughs> well, yes, I mean they they were in fact laughed, laughing. So you know, one girl just started laughing. Her two friends began laughing with her as well uncontrollably. They all experienced sudden and repeated bouts of laughing and crying that soon spread to their classmates. Each of these attacks would last for a few minutes to a few hours. One, oh, man. one poor girl reportedly experienced symptoms for 16 days straight. Now, you may say to yourself, all right, well, everyone had a good laugh, but at the end of the day, you know, how long could this last? Even 16 days, right? Whoa, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's enough, I would think. Now, some of these people were showing anxiety-related symptoms from rashes to pain to fainting. And, wow. Okay. And remember, this started in January 30th, 1962. Right. By March 18th, so a full month, almost <laughs> two months later. Oh, no. 95 of the school's 159 middle and high school girls had been affected. At oh. that point, in order to prevent the spread of this contagious laughter, the school shut down. Oh my, are you kidding me? Laughter closed the school. It didn't, re <laughs> it didn't reopen until May 21st of that year, and closed again a month later when dozens more came down with symptoms. By that point, oh. the epidemic had spread beyond. This laughing epidemic lasted in Tanzania from, depending on where in the country you were, six months to a year and a half. Yeah! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it just passed from person to person, and so now there, there are a few things that I can think of um, in an infectious manner now that could indeed, you know, go to a person, for instance, their brain, and you can actually cause a miniature stroke in one area or a lesion in, in a very particular brain area and you can cause something called gelastic seizures so you can have like a laughing fit of seizures but you know 95 kids over maybe a year i i don't i can't see anything that could pass from person to person now if it was very regional i it could be explained by a poisoning toxic exposure of some type? What do you think, Josh? All of these, and yeah, that was the first thought, because initially the staff at the schools were not affected. It was only the children. And then later it spread to their parents. When parents picked up their children from school, they started laughing. Then it spread to other villages and so on. But, you know, if you imagine laughing hard enough to shut down a school. Now, before we go into this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump away for just a moment from the history and talk about the physiology of laughter. If you yeah. think about it, Laughing is a strain. Laughing is not an easy thing to do. You know, everybody jokes yeah. it takes more muscles to smile than to frown and fewer still to ignore somebody completely. But when you laugh, you're putting a strain on your respiration and your abdominal muscles. Right. Okay? So you get 15 different facial muscles contract. You get stimulation of the zygomatic major muscle. That's the muscle that lifts your upper lip if you want to make an Elvis sneer. Meanwhile, yeah. the respiratory system is disturbed by the epiglottis. That's the part of your body that it prevents food from going into your lungs instead of down your throat. So the respiratory right, so system... 
Think of it as a like a flip top lid right over where your trachea joins your upper throat uh, before the the throat splits off into the esophagus and the trachea. So that's a, it's like a flip top lid, boom, right over your trachea. Right. So the respiratory system is upset because the epiglottis covers the larynx so that air intake or your ability to breathe occurs irregularly. So you gasp. In extreme circumstances, the tear ducts are actually activated so that while the mouth is opening and closing and the struggle for oxygen intake continues, the face becomes moist and often red or purple. The noises that accompany this bizarre behavior range from sedate giggles to boisterous guffaws, but that's laughter puts a strain on your respiration and abdominal muscles. A person physically cannot laugh longer than 20 seconds straight. Go ahead, try it. We'll wait. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. See, even with fake laughing, it starts to become a lot. Of, and if you've ever had to fake laugh at somebody, if you know that it's a real effort. So right. while it sounds impossible for one person to laugh for a year nonstop, let alone an entire population, anyone who's laughed until their sides ached and they couldn't breathe has experienced just how strenuous it can be. Now, imagine experiencing a fit like that day in and day out for hours or months at a time. Yeah, it, it, that would be quite painful. So the Swahili word for this disease that they came up with was omonipo. Omonipo? Yes, that is the actual word for the laughing disease, and that is how I first found it in the journals, by searching Swahili words, uh, which... Incidentally, The Lion King is one of the laziest movies in terms of character naming once you learn Swahili. <laughs> because let me give you just a few examples. The word for lion is Simba. The word for king is Mufasa. The word for sure. monkey is Rafiki. And Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. or at least idiot, is Pumbaa. Basically, they just named the characters their physical job descriptions. Nice. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, Omonipo is laughing disease. Now, this went on for a year and a half. Nobody could figure out. They looked at the water sources. They looked at any infections. And these people were showing a lot of anxiety. At the end, the best that the researchers could come up with, and this is in the 70s and to this day, it's 
happened in a few other places around the world with the last instance occurring in 2010, and the best explanation we have for it is called mass hysteria or mass psychogenic illness, meaning it's all in the minds of the people who showed the symptoms. It's not an element in the environment, it's not a food poisoning, it's not a toxin, it's believed to be related to an underlying shared stress factor in the population and usually occurs in groups of people who don't have a lot of power. It's a way for them to express that something is wrong and is associated more often with women and children. Okay, all right. That's interesting. So we have a real, like, contagion here with a codified disease. Yeah, so this is... You know, one of medicine's unsolved mysteries, again, the best answer we've been able to give is that, well, an entire part of Africa was maybe under a lot of stress, and that caused people to laugh. (laughs) And that's all you got. And after a year and a half, it disappeared. It, you know, similar things do still happen around Africa and in some poverty-stricken areas, but there's been nothing. So, you know, historical vintage news, go look up the Tanzania laughter epidemic. Now... Just to briefly round out our episode on laughter, I don't want to leave you with only a single story. There are a couple different kinds of laughter and tickling, and then one very creepy note to end on. Sure. Uh, Santosh, you have children. Do you ever ever tickle them? Oh, yeah, as much as I possibly can. Do you know that there are two different kinds of tickles? There are two different kinds of tickles? Yes, there are two kinds of tickles. In the physiology of tickling and laughter, you would be amazed at what some people are willing to study. <laughs> All right, what are the two kinds of tickles? All right, so the first kind of tickle is known as kinesmus, K-N-I-S-mesis. It's okay. caused by very light movement across the skin. It actually doesn't make you laugh, and it sometimes is accompanied by an itching sensation. We usually associate it with animals or insects crawling on the skin, And it may have actually evolved in a wide range of species as an adaptive defense to shoo off things like ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, scorpions, and spiders. So if you've ever felt a bug crawl across your arm, the kind of tickle where you're like, oh, there's something on me, that's kinesmus. Okay, okay. The other one is, and it's fun to say, gargalesis. (laughs) That is fun to say. Right? I'm going to gargalese you. And that's <laughs> please don't. And that's the laugh producing tickle caused by applying direct pressure to ticklish areas. Now okay. it's a very small club that can that's even capable of gargalesis. And okay. that club includes humans, chimps, gorillas, orangutans, and surprisingly rats. You can actually tickle rats. I actually knew about this because a lot of the initial uh, studies were done in mouse and rat models. So what is the utility of being tickled, right? Why would we Why would we even evolve the ability to have these gargalesis tickle points? Sure, sure, of course. Well, at best guess, biologists believe gargalesis evolved in primates as a means of social bonding, which is an easy cop-out answer, everything we do is to socialize, and also, interestingly, self-defense development, since when you start laughing as a result of being tickled, it provides lots of practice protecting your neck, ribs, and underbelly. Think about when you tickle your your children, Santosh. What's the first thing they do? Their arms pull in, 
they yeah. scrunched up into an almost fetal position and they narrow themselves. So if right. somebody is coming at you, your adaptive response to being tickled, which is a kind of attack now that we've learned how violent laughter is, is right. you get practice protecting your neck, your belly, and your ribs, the softest, most vulnerable parts, and you curl up so really all you're showing is your back and your skull, two of the strongest bony areas. Sure, sure. Now, the last thing I want to share in this little mini-sode and appropriately for, again, our hollow week, is, do you remember watching those old sitcoms, I Love Lucy, Mr. Ed? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Oh, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. And, and all of them had laugh tracks, which yeah. would be known as sweetening in a show. Uh, this was originally done back in the 1950s because... If you were filming shows in front of a live studio audience and the actors flubbed their lines, well, a joke may be really funny the first time. It might even be funny the fifth or sixth time. But by the 30th time, the audience has heard the joke, they're not laughing anymore, and that may be the take that you want to use. So introducing laugh tracks, of which uh, a couple very famous ones were made, would allow the cues for even when you were taping in front of a live studio audience so your people didn't get fatigued and the shows could still be amusing to viewers at home. But that, the most famous one of these laugh tracks was the Charlie Douglas Laugh Box Laugh Track, which has been around since the 1960s, where the Douglas family resided and operated their business in a padlocked garage, the only laugh game in town, because... The gentleman Charlie Douglas was notoriously secretive about his work, even to this day. The laugh box was tightly secured with padlocks, stood more than two feet tall, operated like an organ, with only immediate members of the family who knew what the inside actually looked like. And he would use a keyboard to select the style, gender, and age of the laugh, a foot pedal to time the length of the reaction, and a wide array of inside-the-machine recorded chuckles, yawks, belly laughs and guffaws as well as a few giggles in sure yeah yeah okay and the history of laugh tracks is fascinating and one that you know we could go into in much much more detail but i want you to think about this have you ever watched one of our modern sitcoms like modern family or friends today i uh yeah yeah sure uh the all those laugh tracks you know, that you do normally hear the ha ha ha, you know, like right on time for the, uh, you know, like, like a clockwork. Exactly. Here's the thing. Since about maybe the 19... Have you ever tried watching Big Bang or Friends or any of those without the laugh track? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, terribly depressing. As a bias, and I apologize if I offend anyone, but specifically for friends and a couple of the famous Chuck Lorre ones, you kind of realize very quickly that that's not a very funny joke. <laughs> so you, when you don't get the cue from the invisible laughing people, you uh, very quickly turn into like, uh, I, guess I guess if there's absolutely nothing to watch, I can watch this. Well, <laughs> as depressing as watching them without the laugh tracks is here's a horrifying little bit we haven't yeah. really recorded any new laugh tracks since the 1970s no now Come it on. Is, it's always recorded in front of the live studio audience the the shows yes but yeah, the laugh yeah. tracks 
the laugh tracks are the same Douglas laugh track from the 60s, the five laughs used repeatedly by Hanna-Barbera through the entire 70s, (laughs) or the Rankin bass, or even some Jim Jim Henson modeled a little bit in. But after that show ended in 1981, really, there have been no new laugh tracks recorded. Uh, because it actually, and there's a lot of reasons for that, which Radio Lab does an excellent job of going into on their episode on laughter. But sure. that means that if you're listening to a show like The Big Bang Theory, right. every time you're hearing laughter, you're hearing the laughter of elderly and or dead people, depending on which laugh track they are using. So there are oh. dead people laughing at a show that came out long after they died. <laughs> now, this is not. Now, keep in mind, when I'm saying long after they died, back in the 1960s when they were first recorded, these were not using, you know, people who were 20 or 30 years old. They were using people who had time to go attend a studio taping. So, already sure. in their 60s. And you right. look another 60 years out, there may still be a few people around. Yeah, 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 of course. But most laugh tracks uh, had been dismissed entirely by the 19, late 1970s early 1980s, and even the few professional laughers who are around now all know each other and come in to do very minor things. They don't recall, they don't do other, they do not do new tracks. So you may be hearing the same laugh track on I Love Lucy that's on the Big Bang Theory, but only somebody who's paying a lot of attention is going to notice it. Wow. That is wild. So... (laughs) In case you came into this thinking laughter is the best medicine, we've now taken the length of this minisode to tell you that not only is laughter not the best medicine, it can be a contagious disease, it can be a violent reaction meant to teach you to protect yourself, or it can be the laughter of the dead on your favorite show. Happy (laughs) Halloween, everyone! And, uh, please, uh, you know... Uh, sharp abdominal pains, altered mental status, any of these things, please don't sit there and uh, try to make the poor patient chuckle. Uh, Do get them to the emergency room because they need it. (laughs) It'd be, uh, that'd be bad to, to subject them to anything else, really. So, thanks again for listening. This has been a travel medicine mini-sode of which at least one a month on a variety of topics will be up on our Patreon. Otherwise, leave us comments or questions on Facebook, on Twitter, on Squarespace, on iTunes, on Stitcher, wherever you download your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. We even have a Google Voice if you'd like to call in. We will be back with a regular full-length episode next week, just in time for Halloween. And until next time, as always... Happy travels. Bye, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.